Just like the Great Salt Lake, I'm salty AF, baby. If life is a circus, then this dancing bear is in the center ring. Hello! I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And, and welcome, welcome to the Real House Bears! Listen to our podcast, or I will send Santa after you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I'm going there. <laughs> That's not a threat. It's just a promise. How about that? That is so funny. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, the very first note I wrote was, I'm glad to have taglines back this week. That is. <laughs> I can't listen to the her tagline anymore. Oh, my God. But did God. you hear how, like, like, uptight I was about it how oh, I yeah. said it, like privileged I was when I said it too mm-hmm. like I was so much better than you like you were born into money I was born in money man <laughs> I wish <laughs> I wish but too. at least I acted like I was <laughs> I wish you know you would you would literally be the perfect perfect partner if you had money like that literally <laughs> you know I do have to say publicly I would like to say publicly and I apologize for those of you who only care about housewives and don't care anything about our personal lives but I have to say publicly that I have been either sick or disabled since the end of October I went from allergies to a sinus infection to some respiratory issues, and then my lower back just completely decided to break in half practically. I don't even know how to articulate the pain that I went through because of everything. And my sweet husband has not complained ever once. I know I've been a good friend. I know I've been showing up. I know I've been consistent and I know I've been kind. And even on top of that, like he's been taking up all the extra slack, been going above and beyond, being extra kind and just patient about it. And literally, I've been, it's been over a month and I just have to publicly exclaim what a wonderful husband I have and how thankful I am. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, you know, Christmas is like right around the corner. Santa <laughs> is watching, and there he so. is. There it is. And I mean, if it was it any is. other time of like like the month, like if it was January, I'd be like, um, "Die quietly, please." Like, <laughs> I need this to end. <laughs> and that's the one that I fell in love with. <laughs> it's just who I am. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like Sharif is kind of being that way this week, too. He's like, looks like he might be in jail. I'm gonna <laughs> be as patient as I possibly can. <laughs> uh, poor Sharif. Sharif, it's funny, though. I did write this, but I'll say it now since we're talking about Sharif. Is He knows how to give a pep talk. You do what you can for the people. I mean, he, yeah. Like, when I mean, he, that's his thing. When he starts talking about how his family loves her and stuff, I was like, this is exactly what he says. Like, the type of stuff he says to all of his, like, players. We are so stupid. We know her. We should have... Why have we not had her to have him give us a pep talk? That's true. We should ask her. Why have we not done, like... Could you just have Sharif since, like, a... Two, three sentence pep talk. Well, we need to get her on the on the podcast. Yes, and then we will get, get them her, both on the. Pod. We will go to her house. We'll get to meet Sharif, mm-hmm. and then um, we'll make them do everything that we want. I think that sounds like a great. <laughs> we'll just start yeah. making demands as soon as we get there. Just make demands. <laughs> right face, left face, hand salute. 
quarter face, left face, and salute. <laughs> um, one last thing before we get into this week's episode, but Utah related, Salt Lake City related. So we had a full on blizzard last night. Mm-hmm. And I experienced something that I didn't even know could happen in nature. I was sitting in my office working and I hear like thunder outside. And I'm like, well, that's weird that we have, we're having a rainstorm here in December. It wasn't December. a rainstorm. It was a snowstorm. Yeah, storm. that's what I figured out. Because oh. <laughs> then I hear this big, huge crash. And I hear Hunter in the other room go, did you see that lightning? And so I ran into the living room and saw that it was thunder and lightning in the middle of a snowstorm, like a blizzard. Yeah. I didn't even know that thunder and lightning could happen in a snowstorm. I didn't know that was even a thing. It is scary. I've only seen it like two or three times in my life, living in the mountains as a mountain boy in Reno. I mean, it wasn't scary to me because, I mean, thunderstorms in South Carolina. Back those are, those crack windows. Tornado! Destroy! Yeah. Like, those are scary. Here, it's just like, zoom! Boom, boom, uh, boom, But I was boom. fascinated. I was like, I didn't know that a snowstorm could create the same effects of a rainstorm. Shut our power off for a second. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah, it was wild. But it was a cool snowstorm. Like, we haven't had a big snowstorm like that in a long time. I don't think that's now. We haven't had extreme weather like that before. But we've had plenty of bad weather. And speaking of weather, <laughs> we need to go have some fair weather with some friends. Yeah. Wow, that was good. <laughs> Has he made changes? He's working on it. That was, if you Thank weren't, you. yeah, if you Thank weren't you. just so obvious about it. But I yeah, mean, that yeah. was really good. I mean, it was really cool. Like, there's snow on the ground. So speaking of snow on the ground, let's get on to this fair weather friend. Let's do. <laughs> but I do want to say that we both reacted to both Lisa and Mary's taglines this time around. You don't have to like me. I love myself enough for the both of us. If you come for me, I will send Jesus after you. Yeah. It was good to have him back. It is. It really was good to have him back. And plus, I just love Lisa and her whole attitude about herself. Well, you know, Lisa's been losing a lot of fans lately. I know. But, uh, you know, as Heather Gay said this week on uh, the Daily Dish podcast, there would be no Salt Lake City Housewives without Lisa Barlow. It's true. She's keeping everything going. And you know what would be really funny is if, like, during the reunion... Lisa cops up to all of it. And she's just like, oh, yeah, I was playing all of you guys. I used it all yeah. season. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> if she does, she will become my favorite housewife. <laughs> Here we go again. It's always Lisa's fault. Well, this week starts off with a montage of all of the ladies telling their husbands, or daughter in Heather's case, about the last night in Vail with the debacle with Mary. Mm-hmm. Lisa starts off catching up with John and just blaming the whole thing on Whitney. Yeah. Oh, not Whitney. Whiskney. Then Whitney, she's not a pot stir. She's like a little whisk, a little whiskney. I love it when she makes things up like that. <laughs> I know. She's like the, I mean, you, the way she says it, it's not like she just thought of it. It's she's thought of it a while ago and she's been waiting to use it. Either way, I'm so glad she's saying it on camera. I love her. <laughs> it makes I me laugh so hard. <laughs> and so then Heather is catching up with her daughter, Ashley. Oh, hold on. Have you noticed like every single time anybody does an impression of Whitney, it's always like a very breathy, like L.A. sounding like. Yes. <sighs> 
Mary, I have never talked about you ever before last night. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? she kind of does sound like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's so smart. She's like she, Marilyn Monroe. But, like, when she talks, she talks very breathy and stuff. Like, yeah. uh, what's that one? Betty... Who, like, that one girl that passed away, uh, Anna... Um, um, Anna Nicole? Anna Nicole. <laughs> you know, she talked kind of a high voice, but kind of breathy. Yes, yeah. but, but, uh, but Whitney like, speaks intelligently. Whitney's Wh smart. Whereas Anna Nicole spoke quite unintelligently. I don't know. I like fast men, I like fast cars, and I like fast food. She married that old man, got all that Listen, money. That's smart. R.I.P. to Anna Nicole, because anyone who knows me knows that I love... And Nicole. You still have to show me the documentary, but you haven't showed oh, it to me. I can't so watch it anymore. Another documentary, her series. Oh, the, the series. The reality the show. Series. I can't watch it anymore. It makes me so sad. But like back in the day, I was glamorous, glamorous, Anna Nicole. Because so I don't know anything just... about her except for she just like. Ooh, well, maybe yeah. someday Ooh. I'll take. Ooh. Maybe someday I'll, I'll medicate and, and we'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so um, again, Heather is catching up with Ashley and telling her about Mary. Mary is catching up with Robert Senior, and he is not into this foolishness at all. He does. He's not as strong as me. He's probably just over Mary in general too. He's probably just like, can you leave me all out of this? I just want to make my smoothie. Or whatever I'm making in the kitchen. And you know what? I don't think he enjoys the show. I don't think he does. Because remember, I mean, he came to... Didn't he come to the... Did he come to the he, reunion he, virtually or in person? Oh, I can't remember. I think I remember it was virtually. Either way, he had an attitude. Yeah, he didn't like he it. He didn't want to be on it. And I think he is done with it. And he knew everything that was coming. Everything about the grandpa effing and you oh, know, stuff yeah. like that. So I'm sure he wasn't into it at all. But did you notice um, Mary's kitchen is teal? That's the way you want your kit. Our kitchen is teal. Well, hopefully ours will not be gaudy. Like I don't even know what I was thinking. Like what the world? I was in a dark place. Yeah. I, I didn't really pay attention about her. I'm always distracted by Mary herself. I, I know it's you. the first time I've noticed her kitchen. <laughs> I know. But wait, we're and she spent so much time in her kitchen. I didn't even notice what color it was. Not eating anything in that kitchen. You need to stop. <laughs> oh, did I just say that? <laughs> Whitney is now finally brings it up to Cameron. And that's where we wrap this whole situation up. But you know what? Actually, Jenny is really only focused on the fact that Meredith hired a private investigator. That's all she cares about. She doesn't care about this Mary situation. She doesn't care about the Jen Shaw situation. She's like, why did Meredith hire a private investigator? But then again, she had a like an assumption that it could have been Jen. But if somebody was sending threatening texts to my family or you, I would hire a private investigator to find out who was doing it. It wasn't so much the fact that she hired her, hired him to go just like go after Jen. It was just those texts. Let's get a fact straight. Yeah, she cleared that out and watched what happens live. Oh. She was like, I didn't specifically hire a private investigator on Jen Shaw. Yeah. So you 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 figured that out without even being told. Or maybe I, when watching it with you, it subconsciously went in my head. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole way that I, they keep referencing it on the show, it makes it sound like Meredith and Tinsley's like, hey, I want you to investigate my friend. Yeah, Sean. yeah, that's the way it kind of was Which going I don't first, think that's the way that no. I actually get it. No. That is 100% not true. So Jen texts Lisa from a new number. Mm -hmm. And it like takes the breath out of her. Oh, yeah. And it took the breath out of us when Jen called us to give... 
us her new phone number that around that same time. Yeah, we told this story on the podcast before, but if you're a new listener, <laughs> one time to make a story short, Hunter and I were at dinner getting a FaceTime call from an unknown number, and I kept texting them back, being like, who is this? I'm not going to answer it. I'm not going to answer a number of FaceTime for someone who I don't know. And well, and plus we were at dinner. It wasn't like something... We were at a public restaurant. Yeah. So. And then they finally text Mama Bear. And, and I like, instantly was like, is that Jen? And it was so weird because why would Jen Shaw FaceTime us? We didn't know her that well at the time, you know? But we did have her phone number. Right. Yeah. But it didn't it, come up as Jen. Yeah. So I was like, that's interesting. But so, yeah, she was calling us to give us her new digits because she loves the Real House Bears. <laughs> Amen, Jen. Yeah. And plus, she was eating somewhere where a friend of ours was working there. And they, that's why they were really calling. That's also true, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the last time that Lisa heard from Jen was after the Fresh Wolf photo shoot when Jen cussed her out. Mm-hmm. And... Lisa's like, I don't know that I'm in the right headspace to be the person that Jen would want to reach out to right now. Yeah, and that makes sense. Yeah, it's not so much about the indictment. It's really about their last interaction. Mm -hmm. So I think that's fair. Heather, however, she gets a phone call and she answers. She's ballsy. That's Heather Gay. She's <laughs> she's a risk taker. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> Just answering random numbers that call her. Well, I mean, my name is Portia Williams in her phone, so <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Uh, so it's really funny the way that this conversation begins. Why? Because the first thing is... How's the kids? How are the kids? Oh, oh, when Jen calls Heather. Yes. <laughs> Hi, how are you? How's the kids? It's like, girl, I need to know what is going yeah. on with you. Like, are you okay? Like, F my kids. Like, what's yeah. going on with you? <laughs> Meanwhile, the kids are in the back. Mom. Mom. Well, you make, you make dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so Jen invites Heather to lunch, and Heather is all in. Yeah. So they go to Harbor. They're both wearing, like, furry coats. They both seem very excited and very nervous to see each other. Yeah. I think um, she doesn't know how, like, Jen doesn't know how to start this conversation. Right. This. How would anyone even know how to start this well, conversation? Well, I would sit down and be like, listen. I guess you heard. I guess you heard. You know, <laughs> I um, have been arrested. Um, big charges, <laughs> you know? So let's get into that. What's your first question? How did you know the word stanchion? <laughs> okay. Okay, that, make, that makes it pretty easy. On the, Very on, easy. On the receiver. Ooh, our light went out. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's what happens when you mock Mary. <laughs> she has, don't. You know she has her own podcast. Stop. Shush. Don't say that out loud. <laughs> she'll find us. <laughs> I, she just did. <laughs> if we think about her, she'll know where we are in this exact point. She'll find out where we live. This bitch is casting her spell. For those of you who can't see us, the ring light that we use to film our... Illuminate us. Our Instagram clips just went out. Well, I think it's the plug. The plug was just messing up earlier and it needs to be like pushed in. 
All right. Well, we'll worry about that. We still, I mean, we look a little bit shadowy, but. Ooh, that's dramatic. Yeah. That is so dramatic. By the way, and if you could see our videos, you could see our cool shirts that we got from Swish Embassy. Yeah, they've been practically been our sponsors, except for sending us money. What, what? They, but they've they... been sponsoring our wardrobe at least. Yeah, we have. You know what? We should start just asking people. Like, do you have a, do you have a business out there? Do you want to reach millions of people? <laughs> then please get sponsored and advertise with us on the Real House Bears. <laughs> I want one of those tracks. Yeah. Everyone's like, well, you guys get back to the darn show. <laughs> <laughs> So they're like, Jen's like, should we order food? And like, duh. And I was like, yes, let's eat all of the things. <laughs> yes, let's get one of everything. But it, this whole thing is really uncomfortable. Like, Jen, Heather's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take off my coat like you are. Right? You know, like, <laughs> it's just so weird. Um, but, you know, Jen's like, I, I need a friend. And Heather is, is her friend. So do you think Jen Shaw needed a... Uh... Needed it, it, it needed to get a new cell phone because her other cell phone is in evidence. Oh, I think that's why she got a new phone, and that's why she had to recall everybody. You are a sleuth. What can I say? CSI, like Salt Lake City. <laughs> you can say it louder to the microphone. Guy. What can I say? <laughs> So Heather is relating to Jen because she has been at a very low... Again, you know, this divorce and her losing her whole life and her whole community was devastating to her. And so she just remembers when she was at her low point, she just needed a friend to like show up, hold her hand, say they loved her, and not ask too many questions. And boy, did that relate. Did I relate to that? Because, mm-hmm, like, you know me, when I'm, like, having a horrible time and I need to vent, I don't need, like, any solution right yeah. now. I just need you to listen to what's going on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes you don't want to be fixed. No. I'm calming myself down. I'm fixing my aura. You do, I, I think for me, some nine times out of ten, if I can just say something out loud, I automatically feel better about it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just get stuck in your head about things. Yeah. And saying it out loud to somebody is like, oh, well, I'm like obsessing about the wrong issue. Yeah. And you know, I like to talk through things anyway. Mm -hmm. You're a talker. Mm -hmm, I sure am. That's why you have a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, back to the confusing phone call in the van. (laughs) Yeah. It was from Sharif's number. But she thought it was from that she could have been talking to one of Sharif's GAs. I, I, what is that? Whatever, sh- like like assistant, like a steward. You okay, know? okay, yeah, there you go. Um, so the white van shows up. Jen thinks she's being kidnapped. Now, this is important because we heard Heather talk about, I don't know if it was on Watch What Happens Live or another podcast, that there was someone who they knew was quite disgruntled against Jen Shaw. Yeah. And could have potentially be coming after her. Mm -hmm. It's like threats. Yeah. Right. So that's what was going through her head. Yeah. So that makes sense. And um, so that's what Jen is thinking. And they take her to a break room and handcuff her to a chair. And this is the first time they handcuffed her. Yeah. It makes it sound like that, yeah. I don't... 
I really want to believe Jen on this whole story, but none of it sounds really believable. Or did they maybe handcuff her when they pulled her over and took she her? She said she didn't. They, she wasn't handcuffed until they, she got okay. to that chair. But, you know, I've seen a lot of, like, crime shows, and I've, like, you know, money laundering and stuff. And, like, when Homeland Security comes after you, I don't think they go up to you and, like... Hi, how are you doing? Are you okay? We really need to talk to you about something. Is that okay? Can you come with us, please? Okay, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. No, it's like, put your hands in the air. You're getting handcuffed right now. Get in the van. You are charged with blah, 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 blah. Miranda rights, blah, done. Right. And then you go to the interrogation room. Wow. So, like, I, I just don't... The story that she's giving, I don't believe it 100% because I've never seen somebody on a huge crime like this. Like, I, like on the newspapers and stuff, those big, big wigs that are in big companies that get busted for money laundering, they're, like, in handcuffs exiting right. out of their business. The language she's using does make it sound more polite than when you would think yeah, it would be. Like, I think they're the, helping her out. I think the turn of events of like her being pulled over is right, being taken to this handcuffed in this room was probably correct. But I think it was much Could have been more aggressive. Than yeah, that. much yeah. more aggressive because cops don't give you the option to run or the option to hurt yourself or the option to hurt them. Right, right. Now, I think we were all jarred weeks ago when they showed the footage of the, the family being escorted out of the home with their hands above their heads. And this, too. Why did the kids and family get pulled out with AR-15s, but Jen Shaw didn't? It is over-the-top, unfair, aggressive. Like, that, they had to have had guns on them. Well, and pro but probably, it sounds like one vehicle caught Jen on the side of the road, where this is like a caravan. Caravan of people. A yeah, crew. Yeah. Okay. So that's probably the big difference there. Okay. Either way, the footage of it was terrifying, especially if you're a kid, and especially if you're black or anybody of color. In this time, that is... I, I It broke my heart because it's so true. When Jen Shah was talking to Sharif and saying, what if they did something? What if they moved wrong? What? Because cops can just say, oh, we thought he had a gun and he's dead. And cops have been getting away with it on television right now. Right. So I, that is terrifying. And she has oh. every reason to be terrified and scared for that thing oh. to happen. Oh, it's so real. It was so real. Uh, oh, oh. Ugh, yeah, because I, I mean, I'm I don't have to deal with any of that kind of stuff because I'm white, which is terrible to say, but I'm still scared of cops because I'm cops can do whatever they want, and I've seen it happen to people on TV. Yeah, but I so just, I just don't. It's just yeah. scary. I know there's good cops out there and stuff. Hundred percent, absolutely. But absolutely. that's still a fear to have, especially when AR-15s are pointed at you. Yes, and you know, again, what's been the news so much against people of color? Yeah. Heather asked Jen about Stuart. So when Jen was taken to the federal building, she saw Stuart and and he looked at her and said, I'm sorry. Stuart! Stuart! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a few things about that quick moment. Okay. Number one, could this all be Stuart? Number two, did he really say, I'm sorry? Number three, did she just say that so that she could already, like, place that blame, blame on him. in that direction? I know, because it was kind of damning for her to say that about 100%. him. 100%. Because 
judges and lawyers will say will bring this up. That one, absolutely. That's the first thing I thought when she said that. I mean, they're that. even like, looking. Ooh. They even look at like deleted footage and stuff like that. I think they have her cell phone and evidence to go through the entire thing as well. Yeah. You know, so, so oof. That was uh, not too slick there. I caught it. I caught it. I was reading between those lines. And then Jenna starts to downplay their business relationship. She doesn't really talk about their personal relationship, but she definitely does downplay their business relationship. Yeah. Like, he had all these other things on the side that she didn't know about. And he was truly just an assistant. But he could have really been doing more work than an assistant would do he i mean he could just be a like jen's sidekick assistant but he still has his own businesses that he's doing on the side and we also have heard from a source very close to set that jen had given stewart lots of money in the past Mm -hmm. to bail him out of different things Mm -hmm. so you know he might be working off that type of debt too that's true upwards of hundreds of thousands so Jen, enough about my, enough about me. How about Vale? Let's talk about Vale. I know. Jen asked about Vale. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we're we're done talking about you. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> and Heather doesn't waste a second. Well, Lisa called her six attorneys. Oh yeah, Heather spills <laughs> it. Oh, and I'm so glad she did. Yeah, she's like, she wants, she said she wanted to distance herself from you. I mean, she, which again, Lisa would probably, Lisa's reaction would probably be the reaction that Jen was most interested in because Mm -hmm. Jen thought that she and Lisa were like BFFs right now. Yeah, but it it was weird because Jen seemed more upset that Meredith was turned against her for some reason. Maybe it was just editing because she was crying, but I was like, that was kind of odd editing, I guess. Well, maybe it's because of the Meredith has completely severed ties. Ties, yeah. And also, Jen is probably frustrated, like, oh my gosh, I've been apologizing to Meredith since the season one reunion. No, Jennifer, there's something else. I have one more issue we have not discussed. Come on, Jen, one more tour. (laughs) One more apology tour. I don't know how many more apologies I have for Meredith, you know? Um, I do like Jen's new pink confessional look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she looks really pretty. Yeah. She looks really, that. really pretty. Um, well, so before we get to Whitney's house, why don't we take a little bit of a break? Okay. Well, we have uh, Jenny, uh, Jen Shaw, and Heather waiting in the living room right now to come in and say something. Which one should we use today? Like, they're all waiting out there. Well, let them duke it out. Okay. We'll have a, a fighting match and stuff, and then... Um, We'll take a quick break. Maybe like a um, mud wrestling. Okay. In our living room. Snow wrestling. Brr. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. No, you're not going anywhere. This is Jenny from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. You are listening to the Real House Bears podcast. And we are back. We are so back. We're so back. We're back like back is in fashion. We're back like a Cadillac. I don't know. Laid back like a Cadillac. There you go. There you go. I think that's weird. You know who is not laid back like a Cadillac is Justin when he finds out how much money is at stake. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You could see him like like instantly get like 
pissed. He's like, oh, hell no. But you know what? You can butter me up with some Chipotle delivery. (laughs) (laughs) Give me some nachos. (laughs) Yeah, I know exactly how to, like, to prep you for bad news. You just want someone to prep your tummy. Yeah, give me some nachos. Yeah, where you won't even hear the bad news. You'll just be so happy because you'll be covered in peanut butter. Yeah, something with peanut butter, easy. I'll make peanut Thai nachos. That makes uh, a little bit of your favorite everything, and then excuse I'll, us, folks. You just and then said, I'll drop the news. I'll be like, I'm pregnant. Oh God, because <laughs> you gave me peanut Thai nachos. <laughs> Whitney is wearing iris and bow everywhere. Okay, I. Uh, I have more to say about this later. <laughs> okay, well, they're talking about the launch of Wild Rose Beauty. Bobby wants to help. And Whitney's like, Bobby wants to help. Like, this is just a hobby for her. And just like, well, is this more than a hobby for you? So it sounds like she's had other hobbies that have been expensive. Oh, for him to say that. And she instantly is like, well, don't you believe me? And he's like, well, yeah, babe, of course I believe you. But you've taken our entire savings and it's gone and we have children. What if? Yeah. What if something happens? I'm not getting any younger. Amen. So Whitney's like, oh, well, you know, I've um, applied for a million dollar line of credit. When she said, I thought she said life of credit. I'm like, well, well you yeah. will be in the life of credit with yeah. a million dollar loan. Um, but if I don't get that, then we have to come up with two hundred fifty thousand dollars and you have to co-sign surprise and i think it's because of her minimums went up or something like that but it's true like starting a business in this climate right now isn't easy because shipping and everything all those rates have gone up well now it's time to get bobby out of the room (laughs) yeah now (laughs) bobby get the hell out of here go shower wash your face and butt (laughs) right i mean to talk those figures in front of her was uh, surprising to me oh yeah i know and I, Justin, you know, he's a saint. He doesn't explode. No. But it's kind of like uh, my stepdad growing up. He was the one who was the disciplinarian. I never got yelled at. I got the I'm disappointed type. Ugh. And there's nothing worse. Are you upset still? That's happened to me so many times. So now it's just like like water off a duck's back. Oh, uh, not me. for me. When I care about someone's opinion, which is not everyone, but someone who I love and respect, that it's, it just kills me. <laughs> kills me. Yeah, it, that is a hard thing to say. So that was like that was Whitney's. I'm I'm sorry, Dad. And to be honest, I think when I threatened everybody and said, you know, for not um, giving a nice review or rating for us, I said, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I think since then, almost it's been right. It's been good for everyone. Yeah. Nobody liked to hear that. No, they didn't because every they all are so res- need your respect <laughs> and <laughs> yes. care about your opinion of them. Hundred percent, absolutely. One hundred percent. I need people <laughs> to follow me and adore me. You know, <laughs> what you need is an organizer. <laughs> like Mary which you do need one okay <laughs> you do need one but nonetheless Mary is a true like we knew that Mary is a hoarder but now we know that Mary is a hoarder I, I know I'm a hoarder right no, no. in her closet of despair 
Well, I mean, we, I, I don't recall seeing the the real closet with like the bent bars and all the Ooh, uh, and yeah, all the I, piles I and I stuff see, everywhere. I didn't see the actual closet inside of the bedroom closet. Yeah, that's like I, I bet the closet that chaos. poor that poor closet like like every single kind of. T- like story of time is in that closet. That's, I the, want to see that's that. the closet of chaos into yes. the closet of despair. Into the closet of despair. <laughs> it's just the bedroom. But she is literally getting a closet organizer woman company. And it's not a closet. It is an entire bedroom. It's not a closet. So this poor woman is just like, and she's everything. There's so much stuff. It's like a hoarder's episode. I'm waiting for her to lift up a Gucci bag and find a dead cat. Dirty girl, dirty girl. <laughs> probably. I mean, it, there, some stuff hasn't been moved in there for years, oh. probably. And even the things that Mary obviously hasn't worn, she's not ready to get rid of. That, that poor bar is begging for death that's oh. hanging in the closet. It's bent. And this poor woman that has to organize Mary's life, she's going to need, like, a Catholic priest, maybe a witch doctor to organize Mary's <laughs> closet. Like, uh, an exorcism. Let's pray. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I you need a little bit of every kind of religion exorcism in that one. I mean, I hope that she walked in. We need to sacrifice a child just this to get woman, that organized. If this woman watches the show, then she walked into Mary's house with like a necklace of garlic on. <laughs> she doused herself in holy she's got water. Holy water on her wrists and neck. <laughs> she's got a, a silver bullet stashed in her back pocket. <laughs> she's got a couple stakes on her hip. <laughs> yes, she's wearing eighteen crucifixes. <laughs> You know what the next set, like the set design for the reunion should be? It should be a a replication of Mary's closet. Oh my God, you're so right. And they should all be sitting on like enlarged items so they look like they're tiny living inside of Mary's closet. (laughs) Like they're sitting on big bags. That, yes. I support. (laughs) Kind of like the original like Broadway cat stage where it was all life-size, oversized stuff so they look small. That's what I was So like an oversized version of Mary's closet of the Yeah, so you don't have to fill it with all that crazy junk. You just have a couple (laughs) really big items in there. That is so funny. (laughs) I really hope that happens. You know, I feel like it could. Well, the Bravo team listens to us, loves us, so... Well, you know, Mary does. Ma- the church didn't pay for any of that, you know. Mm-hmm. I was born in money. I don't know how these women would think that Mary takes people's money. Mm-hmm. But you know, n- since Mary doesn't have relationships with people, because you know, obviously she doesn't trust human beings. Mm-hmm. And that is facts. I don't trust human beings. It couldn't be the human beings that don't trust her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So she's gotten attached to her possessions. And I just wrote, sinner. <laughs> when she says, I don't know, I always say the more things I have, the bigger my heart is. It makes no sense at all. No. Did would Jesus like hearing that? Like, oh, you got more possessions and stuff and worshiping items that aren't me and spending all of your money on this stuff. But I don't know. I think Scrooge did that. Uh, also Hitler, maybe, <laughs> at some point. But I mean, she's addicted to shopping and she's a slave to fashion. I like pretty things, I guess. She sure is. She sure is. <laughs> Uh, now, Lisa and Meredith look really cute going ho- horseback riding. <gasps> and Lisa goes, hi, Mare. Hi, Mare. 
love it. Do you get it? I totally get it. Do you get it? I do get it. I didn't catch it at the time. She goes, hi, Mayor. Hi, Mayor. Well, everybody that didn't catch that, a mare is a female horse. The more you know. <laughs> the shooting star, the more you know. Yeah. Um, Lisa I'm, has been riding horses since she was four. I'm really looking forward to getting back in the saddle today. I love her outfit. And she has a lovely horse named Blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Levi, hey Levi, is the riding instructor. <laughs> I had a friend that was named Levi growing up that lived behind me, and I thought that was the coolest name forever. I had a Jean named Jean? Levi. Jean Levi? No, I had a pair of jeans named Levi. <laughs> Wait, so what's happening right here, right now? What's happening right here? <laughs> oh my god. I can't. <laughs> so, Lisa riding a horse is like Lisa driving a race car. A little more gas now. A little bit more if you'd like to. She's going so slow, and Meredith is lapping her just like she did on the race car. <laughs> so, Lisa's like, I've been riding horses since I was four. I've been driving fast cars since I could drive, and it's the same exact situation. It's, uh, now, I do understand that, like, if the horse has already been ridden today, it might be tired and I and, and I have been on uh, like horses before, where like my sister's horse is going fast but my horse was going really slow. So I think it's just luck of the draw, but Lisa thinks it's because his name is Blue. Maybe he's feeling blue. It could be. And she's so happy about saying that. Uh, she yeah. thinks she's so funny. I love she it. She is. She I, is. I love it. She like, I love the smile that she gives after it because she's so funny. <laughs> she's so proud of herself. <laughs> she's so happy about it. So Lisa tells Meredith about getting the text from Jen and you know, her conflicted feelings. And But is Meredith really the right person to be talking to about this? But what, no, what's really important is that when you are a cowboy or a cowgirl and you've been out riding horses all day, ranching it up, you have tea after. Like, where is my Vita? I didn't even catch That's that. That's what they had. They had tea. I'm surprised she didn't <laughs> complain it wasn't Vita. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't say, oh, hold on, I have a flask of Vita to throw in here. Right. <laughs> Lisa is really ready to use any excuse that she can to separate herself from Jen right now. Oh my gosh, yeah. She really she, is. She's saying all the things that she would never say to Jen's face. Yeah. Or admit that she said. Lisa was hurt <laughs> the morning they were leaving Vale that Whitney said that none of this would have happened if Lisa didn't bring Cameron into it. Yeah. But it's the truth. It is the truth. It's 100%. Now, and she was the one sitting down there saying that she has this big secret about Mary, but I'm not going to say anything. But all I'm going to say is these cryptic things that Mary hurt him really bad for some reason. So, yeah. It's, Lisa needs to take responsibility and be like, yeah, Lisa I Lisa doesn't want to be accused of being calculated. And that's upsetting to me and offensive. Um, but she's like, if you, uh, I'll accuse you of stuff. She says, she says, I will accuse you of stuff you do, do if you do that. <laughs> do do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I will I will accuse you of the stuff you do do yeah. if you do that. Oh. Like, Girl. Um, Meredith is mostly concerned that people were just not giving Mary the option to speak her truth with an open forum. And Lisa's like, well, you know whose fault that was? Uh, yeah. Heather and, and Whitney. Bad weather. It's their fault. It's their fault. But 
they did open it up for Mary to say. And the only thing Mary said was, you all need to be loyal to me. Blindly follow me. That's all she said. She didn't try to clear anything up. Yeah. So, And then she turned on everyone else, on Whitney and Heather. But, well, and, but Meredith doesn't want to just blame Whitney and Heather. She's like... Well, Meredith know, is sane. Well, <laughs> Lisa is not sane right now. Yeah, Meredith is like, we all have our hands in this. Not me. Uh, <laughs> no, not because of me, though. Yeah, not like, you, that's Lisa. the way Lisa is. Like, yeah. she does not, like you said, kids that are, have a lot of siblings and stuff have to make sure that things aren't or are not their fault. That's yeah, I get lectured at true. home all the time because he was an only child growing up. And he's just like, why does everything with people that have siblings have to be right yes. or wrong? And I'm like, well, yeah, because somebody is wrong. Yeah, whenever, whenever someone has a sibling, if anything goes wrong, someone has to be at fault. It's their fault. It's their fault. Of course. Or even if something's not going wrong, someone has to be at fault for something. Well, it's not my fault. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but if you could just get some point, if, if people would just, if someone would just have your back, you know? You know what? Somebody's got to have my back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> and Meredith's like, um, don't say I haven't had your back. Yeah, she's so insulted by that. <laughs> and she's like, don't even go there. And Lisa's like, oh, I am going to go here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like when Lisa told Andy Cohen, no, we're not going to stop. Well, we're not going to move on. Well, whether Lisa wants to take blame that she had anything to do with Cameron, Cameron was mic'd and set up to tell this story and Lisa probably had that dinner way before any of this happened with him knowing this story was going to come out so if she knew this story was going to come out how come she didn't give her good friend Mary a heads up and be like hey Cameron's saying this stuff about you and it's going to be coming on television right now yeah you're not fooling us no <laughs> and no one's fooling Carlin about good Vietnamese food <laughs> Carlin <laughs> I love I mean this scene I, to be honest with you Carlin is giving as much as her mother in this season oh yeah because, you know, Jenny is having a hard time really integrating into a lot of the stories because she doesn't have the history that the rest of the women have. Yeah, she doesn't have fights or conflicts with Yeah, anybody. and she is a little bit more rational than most of the other women as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, mo <laughs> bring Carlin in because she is oh, yeah. wildly entertaining. She, she picks up, right, where she only, yeah. like, where anybody can leave off. So they're going to uh, Cafe Tao Mi. And Carlin greets them in Vietnamese. Man, this girl. So conflict is resolved in Vietnamese culture around a meal. So Jenny is going to have a Vietnamese meal and host the ladies. I've seen this a million times on Housewives where everybody gets together for a dinner to talk about all their problems. It always ends up good. Oh yeah, always. every time. Every uh, time. Yeah. There are no dinners from hell or anything. No, like not Never. at all. It always gets resolved. I just hope to God Jenny's mom isn't going to be there or fam like, any right. family's going to be there. Like Crystal's family was at oh, her. I know thing like and there was no fighting thank god but i don't want anybody's parents to go through a Seriously. housewives fight <laughs> but the funny thing about the, the rest of this scene is i don't even it doesn't even show jenny taste the food like carlin is really the one there to try the food and make the decision on behalf of all the adults and listen jenny gives her kids so much self-esteem she says i value her critiques and etiquette and in eating and you know all this stuff she like 
wants her to be there so she could get her opinion. Like, I don't remember mama ever asking me my opinion when I was nine years old. You know, great kids are most often because of great parenting. Great parenting. Not always. Sometimes you just have that kid who is just is born with a great disposition. And, mm-hmm. You know, and not all and bad kids are not the result of bad parenting. Yeah, always. there is no science to it, to be right. honest with you. Jack has been making business plans since he was like three years old. So uh, move over to Shaw Chalet 2.0. Speaking of buttering him up with a meal. (laughs) She gets all of those po' boys for him from Popeye's because you know he loves himself I know, from Popeye's. I know. In season one, he's like, oh, we're going to a birthday party? I thought we were going to Popeye's. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so it's all good in that house. That was so funny. I'm like, you go, Jen. Jen knows exactly what to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Jen cries for a minute about Lisa giving her the cold shoulder. Yeah. Cries for a minute that Heather has been so great supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's surprised that Lisa wasn't like the friend. Yeah. Since, you know, we started off the ride or die friend. Right. Uh, Sharifa's being really greatly supportive. He, he believes her in- innocence. Did he know? No. Well, he hasn't know, even been home. Well, another we have again. Spoken to someone very close on set. Mm. To set who believes that Sharif did know. Mm. Wow. I would like to think. Well, <laughs> well, here's the deal. Jen Shaw is claiming innocence. Mm-hmm. And in the United States of America, we are innocent until proven guilty. And, well, and you know what? This show is about learning oh and growing and experiencing. <laughs> you know? And covering big issues. Yes, it is. Especially with our investigative journalism. And we spread rumors. How would they even know? This is what this podcast is about. (laughs) Harmful rumors. (laughs) So Jen is feeling alone uh, because her, her friends aren't really sticking by her, but Sharif's like, hey, We've got family here. I know that your family has, you know, passed. Mm-hmm. But we I we've got family here. But she's but she's you. still upset that none of nobody from his family has reached out to her. But this is where that point where he gives that awesome speech about how his family loves and cares and hurts for you and all this yeah. stuff. And, and sometimes like, you just don't know how to react. Yeah, and plus Sharif... <laughs> I mean, do you send a text? Hey, girl, sorry about your indictment. If you ever want to talk, give me a call. Yeah, like, what do you say? Yeah. I and, would, what I would do is I would reach out to the husband or wife and the, right. that's not in, indicted. <laughs> and I'm sure it's no secret that uh, Sharif and Jen's marriage has been tumultuous yes. and stuff like that. So they probably just don't know what to do. Yeah. And neither does Whitney know what to do at this Wild Rose beauty photo shoot because there is iris and bow stuff everywhere. I don't know who organized it, but girl, you gotta fire that bitch. That all, all of the swag is iris and bow. I didn't see a single Wild Rose. But I bet, uh, yeah, there should have been product there. But there are things I think, to be honest with you, I, I was being a little bit, trying to be a little shady because I bet she was giving the iris and bow swag away to the, some of the people to just get rid of it. Well, of course that's what she was doing. And I'm but sure she... there'll be Wild Rose beauty swag on the way. Yeah, but you're but, at a rebranding photo But remember shoot. that she did use Iris and Bo ambassadors to be the models. So it's not so... Te- for everyone who's hating, including myself, who just did a minute ago, that's probably what it is. Like, I've got all this leftover Iris and Bo swag. You guys are my Iris and Bo ambassadors. 
take what you want or here, let me give it to you. Anyways, my opinion on the whole situation is she never should have rebranded. Oh, yeah? She never should have rebranded. She came onto the show with it already branded, already swag, already merchandise. We, we've been to her house. We saw all the product that was there in that room. Like, there was a ton of product. I know, girl, there. if you need to get rid of some, we're out. Yeah, all with Iris and Bo on them. She started off the season with it, advertising it. Everybody knows Iris and Bo, Iris and Bo, Iris and Bo. And now she's going to change it mid-season, throw all of this money to rebrand everything when she didn't even need to rebrand it anyways. And to be honest with you, Wild Rose sounds kind of generic. Iris and Bo sounds so much more like a business. My name is Whitney Rose. Like that's actually- Sounds more refined. More refined, more clinically able to treat your face and your skin problems. Okay. So, and and she just, she wasted a ton of money. I mean, I, all that Iris and Bo stuff she's getting rid of because she doesn't, it's, it's trash now. Yeah. And, well, and you know, so Iris sucks. and Bo was not hers. It was also her, it was part of her and a company, but she should have bought. Wild Rose the, Beauty is hers. Wild Rose Beauty describes her. Like it doesn't know any bounds. Whitney doesn't know any bounds. You know what, I guess uh, there's a lot of companies that, out there that are rebranding. Look at Facebook. Facebook is rebranding to Meta. Yeah, whatever that Whatever means. that is. And we all know how that we feel about that. So, But there should have definitely been Wild Rose Beauty. And maybe there was. We don't know what we didn't see. We don't know. But I feel just, like... I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I won't say anything else nasty. So uh, Jenny invites them to Fa Night. She's going to invite everyone, including Jen Shaw... Mm-hmm. And then Heather recaps them on her lunch with Jen Shaw. And Ginny asks Heather if she believes Jen's innocence. And then commercial break. <laughs> you, go, you better go, Jenny Waters, or whatever. Whatever that big... Um, Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters. 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 Jenny Waters. Walters. Jenny Walters. You go with the hard-hitting <laughs> questions. You better. <laughs> well, Heather can really only hope that she is. Well, and you know, again for Heather, she's like, you know, my only responsibility right now is to stand by her, and you know, if I find out she she gets sent to jail, I'll go visit her. I mean, the courts will punish her. I don't. Yeah. What does Heather have to do to punish her? Like, there's no reason for her to punish her. But you know, Whitney isn't really all that concerned about Jen Shaw. She's just exhausted by Lisa and Mary. I mean, Whitney does not hesitate to bring them up and start talking about. She'll change. She'll change the subject just to talk bad about them. Not bad about them, but to talk about them. Wow. She got tired of Lisa's him hawing around, so she got Cameron's number. From Angie Harrington. Why is she not on the show? <laughs> People are covering their own asses at my expense. Y'all just put on the show next season. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and talked to Cameron for three hours. Three hours is a long time to talk to somebody you don't really know. You better investigate, Whitney Rose. You better investigate. Well, I'm glad Cameron wasn't there in person because she would have like turned that one spotlight right in his face and be like, so <laughs> tell me the deets. Waterboarding him and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out that it's worse than we even know about Mary and her Mary is bigger and badder than anyone could have thought. But Whitney is going to do, you know, kind of the right thing-ish. Yeah. By going straight to Lisa and let Lisa be the owner of the information. Of all, because apparently if she even knew a third of what Cameron told her, that it's it's serious stuff. And if only a third of that was true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Whitney's like, well, why don't you just go to Mary? Mm-mm. 
And uh, Whitney's like, well, I feel like I need the whole support from support of the whole group. She needs the army. Yeah, because Mary might go crazy. <laughs> and Whitney can't confront her alone because Mary tears her down and won't have a single thing to say. And then Whitney brings up an observation about Mary that you have brought up multiple times. Multiple times because I'm, sorry, I'm so you all, smart. You all need to have your agency together. But she's like, you know, Mary is used to having an adoring congregation. Following her blindly. You know, followed by yes people. Mm-hmm. Who apparently worship her. Hang on the edge of her words. And that's the only kind of conflict. She doesn't get conflict in life. Yeah, so how anybody accusing her otherwise, she tears down and destroys. Yes. And those are the cold, hard facts. Speaking of cold, hard facts... What about cold, hard facts? We... Got a nice little review and rating. Yes, we on did. Apple Podcasts. Really, That's the facts. It really brought a smile to me. It sure did. Listen, this is another. This is like the fifth, fourth week in a row where I haven't had to threaten anybody. I'm telling and you, and y'all are lucky too because Christmas is right around the corner, and I've got it in with Santa. Yeah, he's married to him. Mm-hmm. So uh, if y'all don't watch it, I am gonna send. Santa after you. Oh, no. <laughs> so, let's speak about somebody that is as famous as Santa now. On the nice list. Uh, that is definitely on the nice list. It is Amanda Fitzy with a Z. And I love her. It's cold, hard facts, this podcast. I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Amanda Fritzy. Thank you, thank you, We thank appreciate you. The, the sweet little review and the five-star rating. Yes. Is that... You think of this like that highly? Thank you so much. I don't know whatever would have made you take all the effort to go and leave a five-star rating and a review. I mean, in the beginning, it was hard for a lot of people, obviously. (laughs) But now we are picking up some steam. We are getting ratings. Next stop, Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) I would just like maybe a producer and maybe a a little bit of sponsorship. Uh, I want cold, hard fame. (laughs) <laughs> oh god i oh. want it to go straight to my head and then i want to be on the news for being like crazy and get eaten by my pet lion or something i do not want that but what i do or want... my pet bear Ooh, <laughs> i want a pet bear well i want everyone to follow us on our social media on facebook and instagram we are the real house bears on Twitter, we are Real House Bears, and you can email us at therealhousebears at gmail.com. And you could find us on YouTube, and you could listen to us wherever you want to listen to your podcasts. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please go down and give us a five-star rating and give us a nice little cute review. And you know what? Santa might reward you guys very, very nicely. Generous probably even Santa. probably even better than um, Mary did with those gifts. <laughs> You'll probably get an even better You'll gift. You'll get a $6,000 Chanel bag. So please leave a nice little review and rating for us on Apple Podcasts. We really, really do need them. And it also just kind of helps us keep going and pushing forward, knowing that people love us. Yes, and we love you. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. There you go. Let's test it. Testing. Testing. I am here to test this microphone. It's beginning to look a lot 
Like testing. testing. <laughs>